community, family, faith. This is the Reclaimed American Podcast. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back for another episode of the Reclaimed American Podcast. So this is episode 28, and we're going to start this off with the Baby T Chronicles update. So this week was a fairly okay week, or by my estimate, it was a fairly okay week. Um, I know my wife had her ups and downs. Uh, sometimes when the babies kick in, it just, it, it really bugs her sometimes, and, uh, so, you know, she's dealing with the anxiety. She's dealing with the possibly even a little bit of depression. But overall, she's doing well. Um, I've been able to finally convince her that if we go to the hospital, the medication they're going to give you is the same exact stuff you've already got in your purse. So there's no reason to go to the hospital. Just take a pill and chill. And, uh, yeah, that usually doesn't go over very well. But, hey, I make do with what I've got. Um... But anyways, like I said, for the most part, everything's going fine. Um, baby Daphne's doing well. Mama's doing the best she can. The food cravings have just been driving her nuts this week. Um, I mean, one day she'll want this, the next day she'll want that, and then she tries going back to the this, and it's just it doesn't work out so well. But she's getting there. Um, like I keep trying to tell her, you know, hey, Take it a week at a time, a day at a time, an hour at a time if you have to. But just try to get all the sleep you can, stay hydrated, change your socks. Life will be good. But uh, anyways, uh, let's see. What else we got? Uh, as far as on my side, I, I had a nice little trip to the VA over the last couple of days. Um, for whatever reason, Tuesday night, my my Achilles Achilles tendon was just killing me i mean i don't know it just felt super tight very tender very sore and when i woke up wednesday morning it was a little bit swollen fortunately i was on call that day so i messaged the office and said hey i'm gonna go get this thing checked out because you know kind of need my feet for the job i do so went down to the va i thought i was just gonna go to the er room or to yeah to the er and they're like oh no you know you're during business hours, so you get to go to clinic two, which is your normal clinic, and you can do a walk-in over there. So I'm like, hmm, okay, cool. So I go over there, and they're like, you haven't been here in 18 months. You missed your last regularly scheduled appointment, and technically we, you know, you're not supposed to be able to get walk-in status if you're missing your appointments. But if you can go ahead and, you know, promise... Well, we'll get you set up on a on a um, appointment right now, and as long as you promise you'll come back for that appointment, we'll go ahead and see you. I'm like, please, Mama, please let me in. Yeah, maybe not those exact words, but you know what I mean. Anyhow, so I scheduled the appointment for the next day, 8:30 in the morning, and so they went ahead and they looked at it, and in true uh, military uh, medical fashion, yeah, yeah, what. Well, just take some ibuprofen, wait for the swelling to go down, and stretch it out. More or less, that's what I did. Feels relatively fine today. Like, I walked around on it all day with no issues. Um, here at the end of the day, it does feel uh, a little bit tender. But 
it is what it is. It's getting better. So I'm happy about that. And hey, now I've got those 800 milligram ibuprofens. And uh, I tell you what, those things will knock a headache out in a heartbeat. If you have any kind of ache or pain, pop one of those, you're doing good. Not quite as good as maybe a Tylenol 3, but it's pretty damn close. Anyhow, the other bit of news I got for you is if if you're in the Houston area, Sunday, September 8th, from 2 to 8 p.m., I highly encourage you. I Actually, I'm not even going to encourage you. I'm going to challenge you to go to the Veteran Retreat Center on East Mount Houston. Because on that day, between those hours, it's the Scuttlebutt Comeback Celebration. And if you know anything about the Scuttlebutt, it was a newspaper that was being produced by a local veteran. She was a Navy vet. And it went away for a while. And I picked up a copy of it when I was at the at the hospital yesterday. And I was going through it, and wouldn't you know it, she's got an article in there about what happened, why she kind of fell off for a while, and why she's coming back. And, you know, it, it's something that a lot of a lot of vets end up dealing with sometimes. You know, she had her she had a round of depression and then everything else in her life just fell to shit. But uh she dropped off for a while. Now she's coming back. Uh, and I'm glad she's she's making a comeback because I, I hate seeing something good in the community go away and never make it back. And uh, she she's fighting. She's coming back swinging. Instead of being a monthly publication like it had been, it will be a bi-monthly. Uh, so every, every other month a copy will come out. And yeah, she's doing what she can to, to get it back up and running. And uh, it's it's a good read. I, I, I encourage y'all, I challenge y'all, one, to make it out to the comeback celebration. And two, I encourage y'all to go find it on Facebook and, um, you know, send her a message. You know, show your support. Go to a VA hospital. Um, again, if you're in the Houston area, go to the, the big one. I can't even think what the hell the place is called. Just the big hospital in downtown. Go pick up a copy of the Scuttlebutt for yourself. Read the articles. If you're so inclined, you can even take out an ad in the paper to help support her. And, yeah, go from there. But anyway, so uh, not this coming weekend, but I think that's next weekend, September 8th from 2 to 8 p.m. at the Veteran Retreat Center at 8730 East Mount Houston Road, the Scuttlebutt Comeback Celebration. Be there. I'm hoping to be there, but my wife just told me today that next weekend is one of our nieces, uh, Quintanera. And I'm like, uh, okay, what day? And I don't know what day yet. So hopefully it's on a Saturday because this is on a Sunday. Just saying. But if not, I'm sorry, family comes first. That's also the way it is. So now getting into today's topic. Today, I am calling this episode, Are You Ready for the Hurricane? Because... Once you know it, the first hurricane of the season is barreling in, down, whatever, on Florida. Right now, they're expecting it to be pretty much a mid-state hit. And they're expecting it's going to be a Category 4 by the time it hits, uh, makes landfall. That's nothing to joke about. You know, I mean, a Category 1, eh, okay, it's breezy, bunch of rain, a little bit of storm surge. 
but you get up to category four, that's like a whole new level. So one, I know people say this all the time, my thoughts and prayers go out to the people of Florida, but they really do because that's, like I said, this is nothing to joke about. You know, the cat four is a major deal. But I decided to bring this particular topic back because of this hurricane. And um, the big thing about hurricanes is you have to be prepared. And I don't mean doing what everybody in Florida is doing now. Going out, trying to buy lumber to board up their windows. Trying to go find a gas station that's still got gas to fill up their, you know, 5 to 10 gas cans plus their vehicles. No, if you want to be prepared, you've got to do this shit from the beginning. You know hurricane season's coming. And true, certain things like fuel, you don't necessarily want to have just lying around in your house. But the moment you even suspect a hurricane's heading your direction, that would be the time to go out and fill those tanks up. And if you end up not needing it, hey, no big deal. When you get home at night, throw a couple gallons from those cans into your vehicle. That way you're still using it, and it's not going to waste. Um, I was watching some news story this morning, and they showed all these people lined up to fill up their propane tanks. And, yeah, it's like one of those little, I don't know if it's a U-Haul station that fills propane, or if it's just one of those little mom-and-pop type shops, but there must have been 15, 20 people lined up. Each of them had at least two to two to four propane tanks to get filled up. And, you know, that's going to run out pretty damn quick. And also, it takes time to do that. So if you're like number 15 or 20 in that line, you're probably going to be standing there for an hour or better, out in the heat, getting baked by the sun, waiting for your turn. But something like propane that technically doesn't really expire. So why not fill that shit up at the beginning of the season and just have it lying around waiting at the house? That is a prepared thing to do. Um, same with water. You know, you see it every time. You see it on the news stories. Oh, the store store shelves are bare of water. The only thing left is whatever, you know. Do yourselves a favor. Beginning of every hurricane season, stock up or take inventory of what I call your hurricane locker. Look at what foods you've got. Set aside a certain amount of water that you want to have on hand. Now, I can understand Maybe you want to just make sure you got a couple more gallons, you know, just ready in case you need it. But if at the beginning of every hurricane season, you replenish your supply, if you will, of water, canned goods, um, boxed foods, whatever, anything that's non-perishable that you can stock up in your house, whether it's in your pantry, a spare closet, the hallway closet, whatever, Dedicate a portion of your house, and by a portion I literally mean just pick a closet and say, all right, the top shelf's going to be for this, or the bottom shelf's going to be for that. Or if you're fortunate enough to have a couple of extra closets in your house, just, hey, you know, the spare bedroom, that's our hurricane locker. And then you just, you just make a, put all your food in there, put your water in there, any kind of, um, What's the word I'm looking for? Basic camping supplies. If you have all that stuff in one place and a hurricane hits, you're prepared. You're ready. Um, If you've got a family, one thing I would actually recommend is, one, whether you've got a family or not, try the food you've got in in stock. 
You know, don't be one of those people that's, oh, I bought all this food and I've got it ready for a hurricane. And then the time comes that you actually have to use it and you find out the stuff's disgusting. And then what are you going to do? You're screwed with all this food you don't want to eat, but you have to eat because you've got no other choice. Try the food that you're putting into your hurricane locker. Make sure it's something that you can stomach. Make sure it's something you want to eat. Now, I don't know about you, I'm not a huge fan of canned goods anymore. I used to be, not anymore. My wife and I have kind of kind of been spoiled on the whole making everything we can from scratch, make it fresh. But I do understand the importance of having canned goods in reserve. So make sure you try the stuff you've got. Rotate it, you know, before it expires. Make sure that you you don't have food that's been sitting there for 10, 15, 20 years expired and then the day comes when you actually need it and you're you find out the stuff's no good anymore so rotate your stock make sure you're putting the new stuff in the back move the old stuff to the front and rotate it out periodically now going back to the challenge for families because some kids are kind of picky also during the times of a storm they could be scared i mean i don't blame them Uh, the big storms like a hurricane that can be a very scary event and if you decide you and your family are going to stay in place but what i would recommend is as part of your training part of your preparedness for the event have like a a in-house camping night you know like on the weekend say hey kids this weekend we're going to camp in-house so the advantage of that is you can still have the air conditioning But maybe say, all right, TVs are going to stay off for the weekend. We're not cooking anything on the stove, nothing in the microwave, nothing in the oven. Everything will be cooked either on the barbecue grill out back or we could start a small fire, um, whatever. But cook cook and try to live as you would during a hurricane or during the aftermath of a hurricane. So imagine you have no power. And the only way you've got to cook is with a propane grill or a propane stove or whatever you've got. And just, you know, like I said, make like a camping event of it. Make it fun for the kids. That way they learn it, they understand it, and it makes it a little more um, bearable in the event you actually need to do that. Now, the other side of being prepared for a hurricane, one, always make sure your vehicles are full of fuel. Two, make sure you've got a couple extra gas cans lying around. So if you've got a generator or if you know that you're going to be, you know, without power for a while, gas stations will be without power. You need to drive your vehicle. So make sure you've got some extra gas cans. Make sure you got your food, make sure you got your water, and make sure you have a way to prepare your foods. Uh, let's see what else. But also in the event that you're not going to stay in place and you decide, you know what? It's not worth it especially if it's a Category 4 coming at you. Um, It's not worth it. We're going to get out. Again, make sure you've got fuel. Make sure you've got uh, food and water in the vehicle because you might be stuck on the highway for a while. Um, Florida's a long-ass state, and if you're in the southern end of it, you're going to be stuck on the road for a long time. So make sure you've got that food, the water. If you've got a family and you've got small kids, make sure you've got something to help keep them entertained. Um, Make sure you've got a plan. Know where you're going to go. 
in the event of something like what's coming with Dorian, they're expecting it's going to hit about mid-state and then swing north and pretty much skirt through, um, what, Georgia, South Carolina, and North Carolina. So you might want to try to make a plan to maybe go out to Alabama, Mississippi, um, just go a little bit further outside the, the projected path and try to get a hotel there. Because every hotel right um, along the interstates and, let's say, in the case of Florida, um, along the Panhandle or just over the border into Alabama, you can figure those are all going to be booked because um, everybody's heading that direction. Same with you know going into Georgia, maybe even the Carolinas. You know, head somewhere a little bit further. You know, plan on going a little further than just across the border. But ultimately, just have a plan. Be be prepared. Um, one of the podcasts that I listen to is the Decision Hour on Heroes Media Group, and one of the hosts, Patty Catter, she lives in Florida. So I sent her a message earlier saying, "Hey, you know, stay safe." And uh, also, I had made a post on my on my page saying that I'm, I'm talking about this now. But if you if you wait till the storm is on your doorstep, you're already too late. You know, you can't prepare once you know once the bad bad thing is knocking on your door. You're too late. You need to be prepared before then. And uh, she actually she made a comment to that, which is actually completely um, on the money. I, I totally agree with this. But she said, "To fail to prepare is to prepare to fail." So you got to have that plan. You got to you got to stick with it. You got to you know charge forward with it. Have a plan, work your plan, and live your plan. So, but anyway, that's it. I, I'm not going too much further on tonight. Um, it's just been one of those weeks, and here I am recording at 10.15 uh, Thursday night, so I still have to do the edits to this and uh, get everything uploaded. So I'm going to call it at that. Like I said, if you're in Florida, uh, definitely my prayers are going out to you. Stay safe. Watch your back. Um, if you can get out, by all means, get out. You know, uh, And that's it. And speaking of being out, I'm out. Thank you for listening to the Reclaimed American Podcast. If you're ready to do more and be more, start by leaving us a rating and review on iTunes or Google Play. Then join our community on Facebook and Instagram at Reclaimed American and join us over on our website at reclaimedamerican.us.